time for Ghost and Friend Dog. Friend Dog in the morning. In the morning. Live, 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 or more importantly, the day of Thursday. All... <laughs> Shut up. All Hobbits Eve. All Hobbits I'm very excited. Eve. In uh, maybe 18 hours from now, I get to see The Hobbit. There's some people who are like, it's not very good. To you, I say, you're not very good. I have extremely low expectations, just like I go into everything with. That way, I'm never disappointed. I'm excited because I get to go back to where I want to live, Middle Earth. Mm -hmm. And see characters that I like seeing, and I love the actor who plays Bilbo, so it's a win-win for me. People are like, it's really slow. I thought the first Lord of the Rings movie was really slow, so I'm okay with that. As long as it builds up to something awesome, I can sit through slow to get to amazing. A lot of, like, reviews I saw are really picky, IMO. Like, I think they feel like it's... They put it up to such high standards to compare it to yeah. Lord of the Rings. And they're like, the noses look kind of fake. I'm like, I don't care. They're like, the <laughs> FPS is like a little, it's like 40H instead of 24, so it looks more like a soap opera. I'm like, okay. Here's the thing that's, that's going to be amazing. Uh, James Cameron wants to do the, the Avatar movies in 60 FPS. Or he is one of the two, which is, you know, that's what most people play video games at, 60 FPS. So, to a lot of people, that won't be a problem, but if you're having headaches at 48, your brain's going to melt out your ears at 60. In fact, remember when Avatar came out and people... <laughs> this is so pathetic. This may be a sign that we are a pathetic species. When people got emotionally depressed because they couldn't live in the Avatar world. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. There were, like, news stories where people, because it was so real... And because it was in 3D, it was so like you were there that so people got really stupid. depressed. And they were like, oh, I just want to live in Avatar land. Imagine at 60. At 60, people are just going to lose their minds. I am an Avatar, man. Well, then you don't have to worry because you are you are in the world. It's so real you know, that you're there. Right? I, I guess. I know. I feel like it's like the uh, TVs. That we have, where like it does that motion thing, where it fills in the frames to make it look like it's running yes, at a high FPS. Yes. But I That's don't a, really mind that. Crendor and I both have a Samsung, although his is better than mine because mine's like a year earlier. But it's both one of those TVs where it, uh, if you press a button, it can jump to 240 hertz. I guess that's what that is, and that combined with its like processing, or however it does the FPS, everything. If you put it up to 240. It looks like you're in the room with them while they're filming. It no longer becomes yeah. a TV show. It becomes a play. And it's really disturbing. I can't watch stuff at that level. I have a, I honestly have a problem with it. It depends. Because, like, when I, I tried watching Lord of the Rings, and I kept turning it on and off, and I didn't know which version I wanted. Like, I would go <laughs> to the normal version. And I was like, well, actually, I kind of want to see it in the other way. And then it would go to the other one. It's like, this is so weird. And then I'd switch back to the other one. And I just kept doing that, like, for half an hour. It's, it's, I'll watch uh, TV shows, especially uh, hour-long dramas. Uh, usually on comedy shows, the cameras they use are pretty, you can't tell the difference. But on real emotional, like, law and order type shows, 
especially things that are filmed in HD, so the newer th- stuff, mm-hmm. it's you can see the makeup they applied on the people, yeah. and you can see like every everything, it, and it's really jarring. Older stuff, I guess, because the way they filmed it, you it, you can't tell. So anything ten years ago plus, it, it you can't tell. But that two hundred forty hertz stuff is really disturbing. And so I'm just hoping one day we get an Avatar movie that's two hundred forty hertz and it's sixty FPS, and everyone's brain is just like, what's real? I don't <laughs> even know. If you haven't watched Lord of the Rings in that like movie mode, just try it. Like before you I see the Hobbit, know. it is. Like when Gandalf's riding into the town, it looks so crazy. It looks real. And I'm like, Gandalf isn't real. (laughs) (laughs) It's like messing with my brain. Well, speaking of messing with your brain and what's real and what's not real, I want to open today, even though technically we just opened with talking about TVs blowing your mind. But um, here's a story that I found that that was actually sent to us by a fan. Science. (laughs) Again, science. (laughs) I give you a hard time, but then I read... And then I, I backtrack a little bit every once in a while, but then I read stuff like this and immediately want to just quit on life. <laughs> Scientists plan to test to see if the entire universe is a simulation created by futuristic supercomputers. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> uh. U.S. scientists are attempting to find out whether all of humanity is currently living in a Matrix-style computer simulation being run by supercomputers of the future. <laughs> I feel like we have nothing better to do. We're just like, <laughs> you know what? Let's let's find out if we're run by supercomputers. Yeah, like let's. Let, here's the thing, though: is their theory and hypothesis and stuff. It actually makes sense. It's just a giant waste of time. <laughs> but. Here's the thing, though. If they discover that we are, be- if this is, like, we're all in the Matrix, I'll be, the ba- like, the bad guy from the first one. Who's like, <laughs> I just want to have steak and be a movie star. That's me. <laughs> Matrix computer, if you're listening, I will sell out so quickly. <laughs> I will be that guy. I will betray the rebellion. I just want to be a movie star. That's me. Um, according to researchers at the University of Washington, there are tests... That could be done to begin to work out whether we are, in fact, real or merely a simulation created by a futuristic android on its lunch break. Here's the thing. Reality is a relative thing anyway. Mm -hmm. The only thing that you can prove, according to, uh, I believe, I I, I think, as as a former... Yeah, I think you can appreciate this as a former... uh, philosophy and psychology person mm-hmm. uh, because we took one class we we know we know very no i took two very psych classes and a philosophy class oh well, i i took philosophy all the way up to ethics so oh, wow. i know a great deal well, about i philosophy. also learned about philosophy on the internet and from books well i don't read so i guess we're on par now all right so um <laughs> the only thing that 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 our philosophy counterparts would tell us that we know is real is us Mm-hmm. Our mind, right? So I know I'm real because I'm my mind is perceiving information. But mm-hmm. this table that I'm knocking on, I don't know if people can hear that. That might not be real. That's just nerve and perceptions of a table. I think there's a table there. It could not. It might not be a table. You might not even be a real person. You listening right now? You might not even be real. And then man. again, what makes it a table? Right. So there's all. It's like reality. The whole idea that that oh, what's real? No one knows. That's the whole point. That's why this study in itself is 
insane. That's why a lot of people with philosophy, they're like, oh, yeah, I know about philosophy. And it's like, philosophy, you probably don't because philosophy is supposed to, like, make your mind go crazy. Yeah, philosophy is the idea that you question everything. Mm-hmm. And that I, I think that's good for school. If you're in school, question everything. If your teacher tells you something, ask them why that is. Like, I was reading the, like, this book of just, like, all these philosophers, and it had, like, one of the crazy, it was just like, so is life worth living? Well, only the good life is worth living. Does that mean if your life is not good, it is not worth living? Let us analyze the good life. What makes life good? And I was just like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Yup. There's things, uh, one of my favorite classes was when we talked about the existence of God and how you could prove it. Or disprove it. And there's like a million different hypotheses. But the one that always stuck with me, that I guess it's flawed. And I don't remember why it's flawed. I just know that it is. But the one that always stuck with me that makes sense is the prime mover theory. Ooh, look at us get all like philosophical. The prime mover theory is basically everything has a cause and effect. Everything. Mm -hmm. Right? So us having this podcast was caused by us talking about, hey, we should do a podcast. That's like a morning show. And that Mm -hmm. was brought on by the fact that we spent so much time playing video games together. And we just, you know had random conversations that and it goes back and back and back back to like what you had breakfast three years ago to mm-hmm. back to dinosaurs to back to the big bang to back to whatever caused that right like, the whole thing like what if one of those things changed it would like mess up everything well the idea is that that everything was caught co- it doesn't even matter like everything was caused by oh. something else right yeah and it all goes cause and effect back to the beginning of whatever but whatever that Thing that caused the first cause without having been caused by something else, right? Whatever mm-hmm. caused the first effect, but just did it because, right? There was like no reason behind it. That's mm-hmm. God, whatever that is. And it's either that could have happened randomly, or it could have come from something that was. We don't know how that thing came about. Uh, it works, right? Yeah. I mean, the whole the whole idea is like is. That's like a proof. It, I mean, it doesn't prove that there would be like a, a Christian god or uh, you know some type of of Hindu god or anything. It's just it proves that whatever that thing that started something that is God. And then could that higher being be even part of a whole group of other higher beings that have been created by another group of higher beings? Exactly, and that's and that's the thing, and that's that's. That's philosophy. <laughs> you'll never get an answer, and you'll just think it's actually one of the signs of an enlightened culture, though. When you have people who can get to the point where they can think about stuff without having to have every day, the only thing they can think about is where they're going to get food or where, how they're going to you know, provide for the family. When you get to that level, then you've reached an enlightened society. That's so why I think we're doing, my favorite we're doing pretty quote, good for ourselves. My favorite philosophical quote is from Socrates, and he said, I know that I know nothing. Yup, that's how that's how he knows he's smart because the smart people know they don't know a thing. It makes sense because the more you learn, the more you realize you didn't know anything. Because yeah. on the path to knowledge, look at us, we're so intelligent. <laughs> on the path on the path to knowledge, you realize as you learn more that there's so much more out there to learn. Like when you learn something new, you're like, "Holy crap, there's a whole selection of things associated with this new thing I learned." Mm-hmm. And so you have to keep learning and keep learning. And the people who think they know everything, those are the douchebags who are always wrong. Yep. Now to get back to why scientists are wrong. <laughs> scientists you <laughs> Uh so so it goes to say currently Computer simulations are decades away from creating even a primitive working model of the universe. In fact, scientists are able to accurately model only about 100 trillionth of a meter 
with work to create a model of the full human being still out of reach. Wow. Okay. But looking for underlying patterns, physicists believe it may be possible to work out if we are existing in a computer-created universe, created many years in the future. Looking at constraints imposed on simulations by limiting uh, resources could show signs of whether we are mere bit players in a Matrix-style film plot. LOL, LOL, LOL. Here's the thing, though. With all this research and all this talk about, you know, whether we're in a computer or not, the one thing that might give credence to this... What's beyond the universe? Uh, I don't know. Wouldn't that be outside of time? Exactly. It, what's beyond the universe, man? Because there's the universe, right? And mm-hmm. it's expanding. But expanding into what? I don't know. And here's the thing. If, if, if the Big Bang Theory is correct, when it exploded, it would go fast, and then the stuff on the outside would get slower and slower and slower, right? An explosion, mm-hmm. right? And so it's slow down the further it gets away from the center of the Big Bang. But it's speeding up! <laughs> yeah. So what does it mean? Again, I, we should just do an entire show called, like, The Philosophy Hour. With we should. That we could go on for hours. I love philosophy because, really, you can say anything. Anything. That's why I and, and like philosophy. Yeah. Every, nothing is sacred. You can say anything, and, and if you can prove your point... You're good. Socrates is somewhere like, good point, good point. That's why it's, not, Thank you, it's sir. not like math or something where it's like, oh, two plus two does equal four. Like, it's the complete opposite of math because you don't get any, like, solid answers. Uh, but with math, that's why math is a universal language because it's always the same no matter what. Yep. Nope. <laughs> that's why my, my dad will always be like, this was the good music back in the day. And I, like, I was like, well, actually, it's your perception of music because music... It's right? a very perceptual thing. And I went into this thing, and he was just like, oh. <laughs> well, back in my day, uh, this was good music. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And, and it's the same thing with uh, what you perceive to be good music. A lot of your musical taste is influenced by stuff you heard when you were younger. And so things that I like now, I know that I like that from being forced to sit in a car with my parents listening to the music they liked. Yep. And you can and relate a lot of that like. to emotions. Right? Because you remember so It's all connected! All connected! <laughs> no, ain't, ain't no robot gonna make that real. Yeah, robots. <laughs> but I will, I will still join in killing the rebellion, robots. Don't, don't take that as a no. Yeah, I will yeah. work for you. Yes, we, we will work for you. In fact, I think this is what we... This, we are working for the robots in this podcast. Started, you will obey our masters. Started on science about whatever ended on robots. Robots taking over the world. (laughs) That's been a theme lately that we've had. (laughs) Usually all of our podcasts end with robots taking over. We obviously know something. I'm not saying that we don't. But, I mean, the world ends in a few days anyway, so it's whatever. That's probably what's going to happen. The world won't end. It'll just be Mayan robots. Holy shit. (laughs) No one ever thought of that. The pyramids open and Mayan robots come out and just start laser blasting people. (laughs) Zero. Zero. Yeah, we forgot to talk about 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12. We should have recorded on at at 12, 12 on 12, 12, 12. We should have. That would have been amazing. I feel like that's how we would have gotten in contact with our robot masters. (laughs) It is. They, they have the computational <laughs> skills to record at that precise time. It would have been like ghost adventures. Wait, hold on. 
<laughs> Did you hear that? Did you hear, oh my god, ghosts, man! Dude, that sounded like a ghost. For those, again, for those who have never seen this show, there's Ghost Hunters on Sci-Fi, right? Which is, it's pretty, it's pretty okay. I wouldn't call it legit, any more legit than the TV. show we're talking about. It's still TV, but at least they are somewhat likable characters. Ghost Adventures! <laughs> they pick, like, the three douchiest guys. <laughs> just One guy in. always has his, like, Ed Hardy shirt on <laughs> with his like, hair all just I'm spiked up. I'm not afraid up. of you ghosts. Bring it on. And then the other he dude's like, dude, why are you calling out the ghosts, man? <laughs> he swears at ghosts. And he yells. He's like, he's like, why don't you come get me? And he like, like, there was one time they were in Italy, I think. And he's swearing at a ghost in Italian. It was amazing. And then one of the guys is this dude who's bald with this giant beard. And he has the My best favorite. reactions. <laughs> Every time he hears anything, he looks like he's about to die. <laughs> He's just like, dude, man. Dude. Crazy as shit, man. (laughs) And then there's just the other guy. It's just like a normal, like, camera guy. He's just like, man, this is kind of crazy. But he looks like he's seen some hard times in his life. (laughs) He does look like an (laughs) ex-felon. He looks like a con is what I'm saying. He has been through some stuff. All those guys together. And they could go anywhere and be entertaining. Like, you could imagine them going to, like, a steakhouse, just being like, I'm going to order your biggest steak. He's like, dude, you're going to order the biggest steak? Oh, my God, dude. And they film it. So the idea is, it's this guy who's really douchey, and his two friends who are less douchey, but still hilarious. And so the douchey guy, uh, there's, and as an example, they go to this one place where a guy was killed by an elevator. Like, the elevator crushed his <laughs> yeah. head. And so what he does is he takes a camera, lays in the elevator shaft, and is like, turn on the elevator. <laughs> and his friends are like, what are you doing, man? He's like, I'm going to see what it was like to get crushed by an elevator. Just like and old so man the elevators, He's playing chicken with an elevator as it comes down on him. And his friends are like, get out of there, man! <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> We're like, what does this have to do with finding ghosts? <laughs> and then they, then, then they go and try to hunt these ghosts. And by the time they actually get to anything, there's like five minutes left in the show. And then it's them walking around with cameras like, did you see that, man? There was a noise. And the one guy's like, oh, noises. It's amazing. If you look there, there's an orb passing through. It looks like dust, but it is not. The, be- the best part, we saw this. I, I, it's so funny how they try to sell it. One of the guys, as he lays a thing down, Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a weird like orb flies across the room This orb of light And they're freaked out by this footage They don't know what it is They can't figure it out Meanwhile If you look as this guy's putting down this this scanner His other hand which has a watch on it Moves in the exact opposite pattern Of the orb flying across the room So it's just the reflection Of his wristwatch <laughs> And they are freaking out That this is they've discovered a ghost Dude, It's man, an amazing you show see that shit? You need to find the show on Ghost Adventures. It's an amazing show. It is show. the best. The best Even, show on TV. It's just, it's so entertaining. That's really what I it wish is. we could be an eighth, and just a, an eighth as entertaining as them. <laughs> yes. Holy yes. crap. All right. Well, now that we've wasted a bunch of time, I think it's time to go to Chop to Copter 7 in the Sky to talk about traffic. Crendor, what's going on with traffic? Well, uh, today there's a decent amount of traffic. People are getting excited because we're closing in on Friday, so they're starting to speed. So there's an accident down at the IOK 59 and a uh, backup over there, too, because of that accident. So don't take that road. It sucks. 
Alright, now let's go to the weather desk. How's the weather looking, Crendor? Well, at the weather desk today, we're not going to Italy because... Mamma mia! Uh, you have confusing languages in Italy. So Italian. Yeah, so instead... Although, what's real, man? Maybe that's not the real language there. What if, to everyone who doesn't speak English, we sound like we're speaking a foreign language? Whoa. <laughs> Which is actually <laughs> the case. <laughs> the weather in Yuma, Arizona today is 73 degrees Fahrenheit, 50% chance of thunderstorms. So you gotta watch out for those thunderstorms. They're gonna be later in the day, though, so you're gonna have to do all your shopping and everything you wanna do early in the day. Sunrise is gonna come up at 7.33 a.m., so that's gonna be when you wanna get out there and get all your stuff, because you might get hit by lightning. Otherwise, some trending things <laughs> you might. in Yuma, Arizona are cold, snow, and rain, even though it's 73 degrees there. I mean, let's see some local tweets. Uh, we got one fair and 53 degrees at Imperial California winds. Wait, this is just a weather bot. <laughs> no one's tweeting. <laughs> Nobody's tweeting. No one in Arizona knows how to tweet. They are very yeah, old Yeah, what there. happened to that girl that we told everyone to tweet at? You know what? She did. She definitely didn't respond. Uh, she was probably a bot too. But people tweeted her. I saw the tweets. She probably is I, a I bot. Think she probably is a bot. Oh, these are all probably weather bots that you're reading. Or she's just like a high schooler programmed to be a weather bot. Whoa. Yeah. By the Matrix mind. machines. Yep. Do you imagine her in class? They're just like, full circle, uh, full circle. whatever your name was, what's the answer to this question? And she's like, it is 42 degrees Celsius in Italy. <laughs> and Calculating. Like, and they're like, wow, you got that right. She's very good. But she only takes weather classes, which is weird. Yeah. That's the weather. And now to the sports. What's going on at the sports desk? CJ Miles does it again with 28. He's got six trays. What? That's basketball terminology for six three-pointers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am definitely a basketball fan, so I know all of that. CJ Miles plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers, and he scored 28 points for the second straight game with two rebounds, two assists, a steal, a block, and a season-high six three-pointers and a loss to the Pacers. So they lost anyway. Well, he's probably the only one on that team doing anything. <laughs> probably. They're the Cavs just like... really aren't that great. They lost the one player they had. That and was that. Yeah. That's sports. All right. Now let's go to our big news story of the day. What do you got for me? Uh, well, since the holidays are coming up, we got the 12 worst holiday gifts. I cannot wait to hear this. <laughs> because... <laughs> Obviously, if you are a very caring person and observant and pay attention to the people around you, you need holiday gift guides. Right, right. Because, I mean, who knows what your family and friends want. My dad is the hardest person ever to shop for, ever. <laughs> ever. I think I'm starting to reach his level of hard to shop for, because when people ask me what I want, I, I just say, I'm content, I don't really need anything. And I know that they're scrambling to find things for me. I'm like, no, I just, I, really, I don't want anything. I feel like my dad, who is at the point where he's like, whatever. <laughs> sure. So, yeah. that's uh, I can't wait to hear this. What, what do we got? Twelve worst. Well, number one is the pickle bottle stopper. <laughs> <laughs> what? A, here, I'll show you a picture. It's a I bottle would've... stopper, but it's got a pickle on top. And it oh says. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
because who really wants to use a cork in their wine bottle? The perfect gift for a friend who happens to really adore both pickles and wine. You would think that then in the wine bottle would be vinegar. Like, that's the implication. Yeah. Or some uh, like pickle juice. You would think. That's a very stupid gift. Well, I mean, All these right. are the worst gifts. Uh, I like how they call it the worst gifts, yet they're like, this is the perfect gift for this person. Yeah, wait, why are they trying to upsell these gifts? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Pillow anyway. remote control. For the true couch potato, this pillow comes with built-in remote control. You'll never have to worry about losing the remote remote between the cushions again. Oh, my God. It's just a pillow with, like, numbers and stuff on it. So I guess you can do that. So Although, this is like their tongue-in-cheek, like, they're the worst gifts. <laughs> Here's where to buy them. It's, yeah, pretty right. much. Yeah, you can buy that at Brookstone, which is the store oh, of everyone, course you could. everyone looks at and touches everything and then leaves. Yes, that and the sharper image. Mm-hmm. The stores where people go to look at stuff and then never buy. <laughs> uh, number three is the Zoltar, which is The nine. Zoltar, that sounds awesome. It's like a big arcade thing with the, like, fortune teller guy in it, and he's like, I am Zoltar. I will Wait, why would you? Why would you? So basically, it's one of those automated fortune tellers. Why yeah. would you buy so, that it's for $9,000? Why would you spend $9,000 on a gift no one would use? Someone would use it. Maybe Zoltar your great aunt into predicting fortunes and stuff. Zoltar will use. <laughs> it's going to go to the ghost adventures. Big dude, Zoltar just predicted my future, man. <laughs> He said I was going to see a ghost. <laughs> he was right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Number four, uh-huh. Santa's farting butt travel pillow. Jesus. Tis the season for traveling. Why not cozy up with this pillow while you're on the go? Well, we can think a few reasons. It's $20 if you want it. It's it. <laughs> you can get you it at... farting st- thing. Get this. You can get it at stupid.com. Stupid. That sounds about right. Dot com. Number five, bacon candy canes, because everything now is bacon. Has to have bacon, yep. Thanks a lot, Epic Meal Time. <laughs> you ruined it for everyone. Yep, you ruined it for everyone. Bacon's just like, ugh. I used to just be non-mainstream. Delicious. I used to be delicious. Now I'm played out. Way too mainstream now. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere there's a bacon hipster. <laughs> it's way too mainstream now. It's wearing little glasses. I only, I only eat Canadian bacon and ham. <laughs> yeah, I eat Canadian bacon now because uh, it's very hip. Very hip. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's from Canada, so yeah. It's like outsourced into America. It's raised on the Canadian prairie <laughs> by Inuit people. <laughs> it's only the best. Number six, inflatable turkey. Don't like cooking? No problem. Nothing would be funnier than inviting everyone for Christmas dinner and serving them this turkey. The joke will no, outweigh their hunger. That's not funny. <laughs> that's not funny. They'd be like, guess what, everyone? We got an inflatable turkey. I'd be like, okay. Uh, where's, no, where's the real one? Where's, yeah, where's the real one? It, even, it looks fake. Who's going to be like, oh, that looks like a really good turkey? The tail end of it has a blow-up thingy on it. That crazy uncle we were talking about, that drunk uncle. <laughs> that's like a great we were talking turkey. About, that looks delicious, <laughs> Pop. Like tries to stab it. <laughs> He's like, you know whose fault this is? <laughs> Obama! <laughs> you don't even have real turkeys in America anymore! It's all from China! It's all China! Damn it, Obama! He just like tries stabbing it again and he stabs like <laughs> little Timmy, the cousin. 
<laughs> Just like your uncle, you stab me. Blame it on your president. <laughs> Back in my day, we took stabbings like a man. Oh, Number God. seven. Next. The upcycled sweater moose head. Remember what? your childhood? The only thing you wanted for Christmas during the majority of your first decade were toys. This sweater moose head adds a perfectly refined taste to any kid's room. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> I wanted video games. Single stupidest. Just keep going through these. I have no tolerance for this article right it's now. It's not even a toy. It's just a moose head. It's not like an action <laughs> figure or anything. Like action. What kid doesn't want a moose head. <laughs> it's just like I want action figures. Well, I got you a moose head. Number oh my god, that's worse than the socks and underwear. <laughs> I buy you a moose head. <laughs> well, what kind of kid wants a moose it's head? It's not even a freaking regular, look at this. It's a sweater moose head. If you're going to use something for the podcast, use that. Dude, oh, I want that actually. That is really, that, that's, that's the podcast image. <laughs> Done. Number eight, the dream man arm pillow. Remind I've your seen this. Remind that your friend is the creepiest thing ever. Remind your friend she's single this holiday when you buy her this arm pillow. When she cuddles with it at night, it will be just like the real thing. No, no, it's just like you have a pillow around you. <laughs> yeah, it's creepy. It's, that that's that's for the woman who's like, my cats are my companion, <laughs> but when I need a man, I rub up on this pillow. <laughs> you are sad. Dear. That's the ultimate forever alone gift. <laughs> the ultimate gift. The zombie bleeding mutilated target dummy. Help your loved Seriously? ones prepare for the zombie apocalypse with this target dummy. Zombies are about as played out as bacon. Speaking of that, you can get my zombie dragon shirt on Rodeo Arcade. <laughs> you sell out. <laughs> free shipping for the next three days. And it comes with free bacon. Free bacon. Somewhere there's a hipster wearing a non-zombie dragon shirt. with free any type of bacon you want. Disclaimer, there may not be bacon. Next. Next is the Chew By Numbers Christmas tree. We all know that chopping down trees isn't environmentally, environmentally friendly. Go green this Christmas by making your own tree out of the gum you chewed. Are you kidding me? It even comes with 32 pieces of your favorite gum that may not be your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> These are the worst gifts ever. <laughs> Why are they advertising them? Because they they advertise it as the worst gifts ever. Yeah, but then they're like, buy it for people. That's Some, wait, Somewhere someone had to approve this as a product and then say, I'll help you sell it. <laughs> it happened. Uh, number 11, Barack Obama Chia Pet. <laughs> Sold. I want that. I want a Barack Obama Chia Pet. I want that. Perfect gift for the Obama supporter in your life. Give that give that to your crazy uncle. Yep. going to love it. Speaking of Obama, you can blame this Chia Pet now. <laughs> he just like goes up to it every day. He's just like, it's your fault. He wakes up from his, <laughs> his hangover and he's like, it's your fault. And he just waters it with beer. <laughs> <laughs> you won't even grow. <laughs> Suck Obama Chia Pet. <laughs> Uh, and finally, thank God. Finally, the Dance Moms bobblehead. As if watching Dance Moms wasn't enough, you can now bring Abby Lee Miller right to your very desk. No one wants that, not even her. <laughs> nope. She's just like, this is so tacky. Somewhere, Honey Boo Boo is like, Dollar makes me holla. <laughs> 
Beautiful. And that's the perfect time to end the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we will be back tomorrow. Yeah. For... Exactly, exactly. For another show for a Friday spectacular. So, as always, to be continued. Yeah. <laughs>